I was having a conversation with a really good friend the other week. Um, and we were talking about living with CPTSD, complex post-traumatic stress disorder, and how as I've been navigating this new chapter in my life and maintaining my distance from abusive people in my family and trying to reorganize my brain from the abuse and everything that I thought was normal and real. Um, I described it as a jigsaw puzzle where my brain is just in a pile of thousands and thousands of pieces and I'm just trying to find where they all fit. And I told her that I was doing some jigsaw puzzles with um with my aunt and uncle in California. Um I know a lot of people <laughs> started getting into them during the pandemic and um I don't know, I mentioned how I was pretty good at doing them. Like really good. I get hyper focused and I'm somehow able to zoom in on like the most innocuous looking details and and just figure it out. And she said something along the lines of, I mean, that's an amazing, amazing example of an internal need being expressed externally. And that landed with me in a pretty big way. Um, yeah, that landed. I'd never thought of necessarily like every choice that I was making or even just ones that felt like a fun thing to do with family or friends or whatever as an internal need being expressed externally like quite in that way you know where excuse me I just had a toasted bagel with peanut butter, and now I'm very burpy. <laughs> I told you this was not going to be the most polished podcast. <laughs> um, but 
you know, it's not the same kind of need as like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to make myself a toasted bagel with peanut butter right now. Or, um, you know, I really need to pee. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Like, it's a very... almost abstract while being very literal kind of a need. Just a deep hunger for putting pieces together, figuring out who I am, who I want to be, where I'm going, how to get there, what do I need to know, and sometimes like, you know, those pieces are really obvious, like, you know, I'm planning on going to London, so... I need to find a place to stay. I need to get airplane tickets. You know, those are some pretty obvious pieces. But then there's all these other ones that are like, well, I think I need travel insurance. What if something happens to me over there? Like... Yeah, it's more affordable paying out of pocket there than it is here. But it would still be nice to have things covered while I'm away. And then is there health insurance I can have when I'm not there yet and under travel insurance and, you know, finding out, oh, undomiciled people in the U.S., there's no plan for them. There's virtually no safety net. So, you know, what do I do for myself since that's the case while I'm here? And everything in between. It's a mind fuck and it's a mess, and that conversation had me thinking about you know, the other things that I've done in my life or maybe currently do, that's an attempt or a manifestation of my internal needs. And I go back to thinking about singing, you know. I never felt I had a voice or was really listened to and heard But singing provided that for me. It got 
people's attention. And I felt on some level that I had a voice and that I mattered. But that's a tough career. It's a tough way to try and make your life and make the center of your self-worth because there's so much competition. There's so many people that are better Not everyone's voice matters equally. Singing or speaking. So, my confidence is really being put to the test right now. I think it has, you know, for a really long time. I remember being like a very outgoing young child and joyful and rambunctious. And at some point, I think I just got punished too many times that I just shut down at some point you know it's hard to find that part again and let her know it's okay to just be exuberant and vivacious Especially when everything else (laughs) currently is, you know, really hard. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle. I also found out some things these past couple weeks. Um, That someone in my family did. Um... I'll probably give more specifics later, but at the moment, I can't. Um, Because I have to do some other things to ensure my safety before I do that. 
but I was stolen from. And it's just a another shockwave through my system, something else that I did not need um, and was totally predictable behavior from them. Um, And it just means I have to make even harder decisions on top of the ones I already have. So. On a more positive note, I got to spend a lot of time with my naked kitty friend, Shy, for a little bit. She's very naked. She's very cute. And it's always nice to have a kitty friend to hang out with for a little bit. I feel like I want to talk more about this CPTSD stuff, but I don't. I don't even know where to go with it. I'm just trying to find the person underneath without disparaging or trying to get rid of the person I am right now and the people I have been in the past. It's really hard to see yourself clearly when You've only ever known yourself through the eyes of people that just really despise you. It's a lot of work trying to come out from all of that bullshit and really knowing and embodying that I deserve better.
and that. I'm not going to get things right. And I'm going to miss cues and not act on something, even though I'm feeling something, because I just don't know how to. I'm going to do something poorly because I'm uncomfortable being uncomfortable. (laughs) And I just don't have the resources to know what to do with certain things and situations and people. And it is cold here. I'm still in New York. It is fucking cold. And Omicron is everywhere. And I'm watching this show right now called Station Eleven. And it's amazing. And it's terrifying. And I'm just glad we haven't reached that level of apocalyptic yet. (laughs) Because I think I'd definitely be dead. Oh, my God. It's too much being hypervigilant all the time, having to protect yourself all the time. (sighs) I don't know how I survived for so long. I really don't. I really fucking don't. Or have even, like, worse health issues than I already do. I don't know. I keep waking up every day and doing the thing and some days it's like I'm moving forward just like in one of those rainforests where there's brush everywhere and you're just like constantly like trying to move shit out of the way and can't see a goddamn thing and then some days there are just like little little hints of clarity little pockets of oh okay that makes sense or oh that's an option I've never noticed or thought of or knew existed before. And I have people to hold my hand (laughs) as I try those new things. So I don't have to be totally alone. I still make myself kind of small, though, I've noticed and been thinking a lot about that and how to not do that or figure out why I'm doing that in certain situations and where maybe I can expand a little more, let that feel okay, 
that, you know, feel like I can trust myself if some kind of conflict comes up because of it or as a result. I don't know. It's just one foot in front of the other. And I think that's all for now. I'm wondering if I should do more regular check-ins rather than just two times a month. I feel like my brain has had a lot going on in it recently and on various different things so maybe I'll start doing it weekly and see if it feels sustainable for me all right that's all I've got for now talk to you next time